0: Welcome to Outside Source Football, your inside look at the NFL. Listen to the latest predictions and happenings from the season with your hosts, Evan Mick and Gabriel Vondrick. Here they are now. Hello and welcome to 101.7 FM Radio Free Hillsdale. This is Outside Source Football and my name is Evan Mick.
1: And I'm Gabriel Vondrick.
0: Today we'll be recapping NFL Week 3. So we're going to start with Thursday Night Football. Giants 49ers. I just have the Giants are playing bad. Uh, lost their best player, and they played one of the best teams in the NFL. It's that simple. You're not going to win like that.
1: Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot to this game. It was pretty boring. The Giants, uh, sorry, the 49ers controlled the game on both sides of the football, able to run, able to throw, and the Giants had to work for anything they could get on offense. So, yeah, just just a simple case of the better team winning.
0: Up next, we got Lions-Falcons, which is a game I actually was at. And Brian Branch. Really? Yeah. I had some fun on Sunday. Detroit Rock City. Let's go. (laughs) Brian Branch was the best Lions defender the whole game. He played absolutely amazing.
1: That defense was nasty.
0: Yeah. The D-line looked a little bit better, but the Falcons have a very different O-line than most of the NFL. It's skinny, athletic O-linemen. Not that any O-linemen are skinny, but so I'm worried that that's the best of the play all year and that that game wasn't really, you know, a good measuring stick for them. Uh, The Lions could needed David Montgomery back. You can tell just... Not that Gibbs isn't good, but it's a different type of back that you just really need in David Montgomery.
1: Yeah, I was I was very impressed with the Lions' defense, though. That was kind of the story of the game. For me, the Lions' offense played okay, did just enough, I think, to win it against an inferior opponent. But the defense really showed up, and and fans have been looking for that. And I know it's the Falcons, and Falcons are obviously not meant to play from behind and, and try to throw the ball, Um, but they got after him. I mean, what was it, six, six or seven sacks, I think? couple of turnovers it was a good good performance from that line a lot of Steve. tfls on, oh yeah even yeah. on
0: on Bijan robinson which is always good to see mm-hmm. and i think golf's still good not great he's yeah. not gonna he's not gonna carry them to any wins he's yeah. not gonna he's missed a couple throws that i thought that he should have had but he's still good He's just not great. Up next, we got Chargers Vikings, which was a amazing game. Um, I don't care that they won. I still want to fire Brandon Staley. And I think I'm going to start out every single Chargers segment with that until they do. <laughs>
1: Did you like the the fourth and one decision oh, so with stupid. less than two minutes on their own 20-yard line? classic i i said what did what did you say last week somebody somebody is gonna have to lose this game or somebody's yeah. gonna have to somebody's gonna have to win this game because both of these teams seemed like they wanted to lose and, yeah and it's, it's crazy because there's so much talent on so on both sides of the of the field you know herbert herbert is insane keenan allen's great justin jefferson looked great alexander madison is maybe the worst running back in the nfl at protecting the football that guy Fumbles the ball. Yeah, he is. He it is, seems like more often than not, when he has seven. it in his hands, it was it was terrible. It was like anytime he's in a pile at the end of, at the end of a play, you just assume the ball is going to come out. Um, now the, I mean, both teams obviously had chan- had chances to win it. The Chargers just handed it to the Vikings there at the end, you know, with a four point game. Just gave them the ball, you know, right on the twenty, and of course the Vikings couldn't figure it out. Um, but very entertaining game, very back and forth, especially um, down the stretch in the fourth quarter
0: and the Chargers definitely need Eckler back. Joshua Kelly had 11 rushes for 12 yards. Yeah, it was
1: it was it was the Herbert show. What what was he 40 or 47 for uh, over 400 yards? I 400 yards, crazy.
0: three touchdowns, and 85 percent completion. Yeah, he was good. He was good. Yeah, and finally having Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, which he didn't have very much last year, is super nice. And now Mike Williams is out Man, for the I'm, season. Yep, Mike Williams yep. is out. Got to really hope Quentin Johnston is that guy now. We'll see. I feel pretty bad for Kirk Cousins, though. He played another great game. He's still, I think, on pace to have the greatest statistical season of all time. And they're still on pace to go 0-17. Kirk, Kirk, yeah,
1: it's it's always, you look at the stat sheet and it's great. But if you really watch this game, there were a number, you know, there's always a number of plays that Kirk Cousins doesn't make. Yeah, I would say and, I feel. And it's you never know if it's his fault or if it's somebody else's fault. Derek Carr is kind of this way, too. It's just like things just seem to happen when Kirk Cousins is the quarterback. And, you know, a lot, a lot of times it's good, but there's other times where it's just like oh man like oh like of course the game ends on a, a ball that gets tipped up and then gets picked off like yeah. that's just that's just what happens it seems like to kirk cousins i uh you feel bad for him yeah. feel bad for the vikings oh and three
0: i feel even worse for jefferson but yeah, great game though great game overall up mm-hmm. next we got saints packers uh saints fans are probably sick the packers won this game just like the the packers lost the game the week before where agree. they totally agree. had it um good job Stopping the run and the pass all day until the fourth quarter. You're up 17-0 in the fourth quarter, and then you just you just lose.
1: Yeah, losing Derek Carr didn't help for the Saints. That offense, their offense wasn't doing a ton before he went out. But you know they they put together nice touchdown drive. Um, they had the big play on special teams to score a touchdown. Had another drive go down there get a field goal. And so you know I got to think if Carr doesn't get hurt, they find a way to win this game. They, they find a way to put one more drive together to put that thing away late. Um, but as soon as Jameis came in, that was it for the Saints offense. And and you could see the momentum shift in in the Saints defense. All of a sudden, the Saints defense started playing worse and worse and worse. But I'll, get, I'll give credit jo- to Jordan Love. I thought he played really well down the stretch, did not have a good complete game. Um, but in the fourth quarter, he was lights out. He made the throws and... Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Did we did what he needed to do for the Packers to win? And the Saints also did miss a game winning field goal. Yeah. So it's not completely on Jameis Winston, I guess. But I
1: mean it was it wasn't a gimme, but it was like a
0: four. It was a five. It, was, a, it was something like that. It was definitely makeable. It was it was makeable. And I think that Derek Carr is definitely out of the two, the more conservative guy. Maybe you can win games with Jameis, but the worst possible position you can put Jameis in is in a game that you're already winning, because he's more likely to yeah. kind of just give that one up. Yep. Up next we got Texans at Jaguars. The Jags had more passing yards, more rushing yards, more first downs and less penalties and more turnovers. And more turnovers, but they couldn't convert on third down. Uh they let the Texans go 9 for 15 on third down. They let up a kick return touchdown. They had two turnovers to Houston zeros and they missed two field goals. Sloppy. Sloppy, it was sloppy, sloppy just game. a bad game for them.
1: Sloppy game from the Jaguars. I I was I kept waiting for them to wake up in this one and like okay, like you're the better team, start, you know, start scoring and then even when their offense was able to start scoring in the second half they still couldn't get a stop they never they never stopped the Texans I don't think they respected CJ Stroud at all their their defensive game plan was like oh we're gonna you know we're, we're gonna zero blitz you or, or we're gonna you know we're gonna yeah we're gonna try, try to stop try, try, try to bring try to bring pressure and uh um, give Stroud credit he he picked him apart he looked really really good very poised he did so does Tank Dell yeah Tank Dell looked great no the, the Texans rookies it was um they forgot they were rookies, you know. Yeah. No, no nobody told them that they were rookies. They <laughs> weren't supposed they to they win forgot, this game. They forgot to tell them. Um, but no, the Jaguars looked extremely sloppy. I'm, I'm still waiting for them. To play a good game yeah, this year.
0: Truth. The first game was okay, the second two games. Not great.
1: They've, they've, they've looked bad. Um, that yeah. they really need to get back on track in an AFC South that is so weak.
0: Yeah, they should they should so win that weak. division that is even the, playing that.
1: Yeah, just I mean, you can win that division probably eight and nine, nine and eight, same way they did last year. So don't I mean,
0: don't mess this up, Jags. Come on. Up next, we got Broncos 20 to Dolphins 70. Oh my gosh. The Dolphins oh. offense is amazing. The scheme perfectly fits their talent, and nobody is more efficient. They ran the ball well again and it was a day for Miami in fantasy football.
1: <laughs> yeah, just I mean, it was it was a video game. I mean, they just anything they wanted to do, the the Broncos couldn't stop anything. I mean, if they wanted to run the ball, it was 20 yards a carry. If they wanted to throw the ball, it was it was 25 yards and a touch. I mean, just like three play drives, three play drives, big plays and um the Broncos quit. I mean, it's you don't you don't see NFL teams just give up. And guys just give up and they they very clearly just gave up. Thing things are bad in Denver. They desperately need a win this week over the Bears. Yeah, because if they lose to the Bears, whew, that that's I mean, what at that point, I mean, yeah, guys are getting benched, people are getting traded. I don't, I don't know, yeah. I don't know where you go from there. If you're zero four and you lose to the Bears this weekend, it's it's gonna get bad. But um, yeah, the Sean Payton revival in Denver, not yeah. uh, not off to a hot. Russell
0: start. Wilson's not good, but this one's on the team. This yeah. is not. Yep. Just. Up next we got Titans Browns. Uh there's a clip of Miles Garrett going around. I don't know if you've seen this yet. The, the
1: two tight ends. <laughs> there's two tight ends him.
0: <laughs> following him back and forth because he, he had so many sacks that game. He yeah. he smoked them the yeah, whole this, game.
1: This Browns defense. Um especially
0: that D-line.
1: I was I was looking at it and I'm like, oh, you know, okay, who have they played? You know, they've played uh you know, they played the Steelers whose offense is terrible. They played the Bengals with a hurt burrow and, and now the Titans. But I mean at some point. It's like, I I don't think it's going to matter who the when, Browns play. When you I, play good, you play good. I think this defense is really, really good. And if Deshaun Watson can get to anything close to the level that we've seen him play in the past, or look out for average. Cleveland in the AFC North. I think this they could be a really, really good team in, in a division that, you know, the Ravens are not playing really very well right now. The Steelers still don't look that good on offense. Their defense is good. But the Browns, I feel like, have the talent Talent on offense to get to get better, you know. There's more potential on the Browns' offense than the Steelers because, yeah, they um, they just destroyed the Titans. This this wasn't even close, yeah, and, that, and and Watson looked good. I'll give him that. He he looked he looked much better than he has at any other point. I I remember him watching with the Browns. So. That
0: that division is crumbling out there. Yeah, it's it's usually one of the scariest divisions. Well, they and
1: their records are okay. I think I think a number of them. Most of them are two and one right now. It's but just they've looked. They've all the Ravens, looked. Bad. The Ravens have looked bad. The Bengals barely won.
0: I mean, the Rams team's okay, but Joe yeah. Burrow didn't have a touchdown. Yeah. Up next, we got Bills. Commanders. Uh, Bills are just a much better team. Commanders offense finally started to show its flaws with Sam Howell's four interceptions. They were one for nine on third down and zero for one on fourth down. Uh, the O line is bad as well. Nine sacks. Yeah. And this
1: that this one was crazy. I mean, it it seemed like every time. The Bills offense wasn't even playing great. I mean, they were still I want to say it was like 16 to nothing in the fourth quarter. And then it was just like every single drive, the commanders are turning the ball. The Bills are forcing a turnover. And and you know, eventually, yeah, it ended up looking like what was it, 37 to 3 total blowout. Um, but yeah, that Bills Bill's defense definitely looked good.
0: I was I was happy with how the commanders offensively played against the Broncos I was like oh this deep offense actually might be good because the Broncos defense was supposed to be good but then we watched the Broncos defense play against Miami and we say okay was it really the commander's offense or Or is is the Broncos defense just bad this year
1: yeah I I think this Denver defense is well statistically right now they're definitely the worst in the NFL (laughs) yeah I, I think even at year's end they're gonna be uh they're gonna be pretty low unit but the I mean the Bills are the better team um they should they've They've done that twice now. They beat the teams they're supposed to beat two weeks in a row. Let's see what they can do this
0: week. That'll be This will be an interesting one for sure. We got Colts-Ravens 22-19 in overtime. Lots of field goals for the Colts. Decent games. They ran okay. They could have used Jonathan Taylor, though, this game. Definitely a game that, that would have helped them a lot. The Ravens just can't fumble the ball. Lamar has to have better ball security, and they still probably should have won this game, though.
1: Oh, easily. I mean, they had every opportunity to win this game. They had an opportunity. I mean, when Gardner Minshew steps out of the back of the end zone with two minutes left to give you less than two minute, or I think it was yeah, right before the two minute warning, gives them a three point lead and the ball, and you still find a way to lose this game. I mean, come on. And they, I mean, both teams had multiple possessions in overtime. And I know the weather was bad, but this this game was just sloppy. And and it's usually one of those games that the Ravens find a way to win, you know, where they don't play well, inferior opponent, but they still, you know. Still went in on a Justin Tucker field goal, and today or yeah that day they just they couldn't they couldn't couldn't figure it out couldn't close it and, and the Colts were able to get the win. But the Colts are not good. This was this was an ugly ugly football game. Um, where yeah they they just won and and because the Ravens played horrible.
0: Yeah, and the Colts secondary is really bad. The Ravens just couldn't do anything because Lamar hadn't thrown that well, and the Ravens had zero big plays, like zero one play maybe of over twenty yep. yards. It was wild. Yep. Uh, up next we got Patriots Jets. Uh, Zeke was actually efficient, but to be honest, I didn't really get to watch a lot of this I, game. Zeke looked good. He actually he looked good. good.
1: Yeah, he had a little burst in his step. So we'll see how long that lasts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That, that was his game. He's done for the season now. He actually he actually retired yesterday. <laughs> he looked good. Looked good. I I remember four or five four or five carries in particular.
1: I think you know he had a couple of first downs. But yeah.
0: did the did the Pats stack the box a lot on the Jets? Oh yeah. That's that's all they have. That's, that's all you that's, had to do. That's really all you have to do. I think. Th- that's I mean, how. throw it.
1: Throw a couple guys. You know, a couple guys jumping at the line before the play, and then have them drop out in coverage, and the blitz come from the other side, and that's it. I mean, Zach Wilson is he he's hopeless. He's yeah. hopeless. I I don't understand how he is still a quarterback in the NFL. I mean, you look at a guy like think like look at C J Stroud. C J Stroud is in his third game and is already light years ahead, it seems like, of Zach Wilson. I mean, how I was thinking about how can this roster be a Super Bowl contender with Aaron Rodgers and you just take that one guy out and put in Zach Wilson and all of a sudden they're one of the worst teams in the NFL. Borderline bottom five. They can't they can't win a game. Like how I I don't think there's any way this thing goes on through the whole season. They're gonna have to get somebody. No,
0: they just signed Trevor Simeon, which is (laughs) a low bar, but
1: here he comes the Simeon train.
0: (laughs) I think that they should trade for Andy Dalton. That's the move that I would go for. Uh, he looked good on the Panthers. Dalton, Dalton
1: looked good. And yeah. the
0: Panthers don't need him. And I thought well, he looked, I thought Dalton looked really good on the Saints last year too. Yeah. So.
1: The, I, they got to do something. They got to do something because Sala is quickly losing the rest of the team. Because everybody else is looking at him like, You're, how long are we going to do this? You know, how long are we going to let this go on? I mean, the Patriots, again, didn't, do anything spectacular it was no. it was like Belichick just told Mac Jones like don't lose this game like, yeah. just get us in field goal range a couple of times that's all he did just kick kicked a number of field goals got a five-point lead I mean Zach Wilson is, is so bad it's to the point where we talk about his drives like at, at one point in the game Tony Romo just goes that's the best drive of Zach Wilson's career like that's how small we have to get I mean usually with guys <laughs> we can talk about oh remember that good game that they had or, or even oh look remember that season that they had that they looked really good with Zach Wilson, it's a drive. That's all he could put together. He could put together one drive maybe every couple of games. I mean, it's, it's pitiful.
0: Up next, we got Panthers, Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks' offense looked good again, and it is just really talented. Like receivers, running backs, super talented. And for the Panthers, I understand you're working towards the future. And Bryce Young should be the ones getting reps, but I just want to specify that Dalton led the offense better. So, yeah. it, Bryce Young is not the reason that they're losing games. Like he's not like, oh, it's all Bryce Young's fault like it is Zach Wilson's. He's not that bad. Yeah. But he needs to they need to make him start playing better. They need to do something, uh, some coaching, some play style something that he's got to start playing better and he should be getting the reps. It's not like I'm saying, "Oh, start Andy Dalton." He's a rookie. Give Young some time, but he hasn't looked good yet. No,
1: yeah, the the offense definitely looked better with Dalton. This was a very competitive game right up until about five minutes left in the fourth quarter when, when the Seahawks went up by multiple scores, but yeah, Dalton had him in this thing. They were they were fighting. Um, maybe you know I don't know. I kind I kind of go back and forth on, on, on should guys get reps when they're young. I mean, obviously it's it's been a, been beneficial for other guys in the past to sit and wait. Other guys, it's better to to get him in there right away. I don't know for sure what what would be best for Bryce Young. Obviously, he was you know he was injured this week, so that's why he wasn't playing. I, I assume. He'll be back in the starting lineup once he's healthy. Yeah, I also just thought it was funny watching this game. Who would have thought five years ago that we'd have Andy Dalton and Geno Smith <laughs> du- dueling it out in uh, in Seahawks versus Panthers? I was like, what a strange, you know, just anything can happen in the NFL, anything. which we saw a lot of that this weekend. But
0: anything which actually doesn't lead us to our next game, Chiefs beat the Bears 41 to 10. And I got nothing. Chief, and sure. we
1: refuse to talk about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift on this show. We won't do it. No, we're, oh, be- we're better. Ev- everybody else has done. We're it, better so. than that. <laughs> yeah, that game was horrible. Uh, more of the same from the Bears.
0: Yeah, no wonder they Just, keep posting Taylor Swift. Nobody wanted to watch the game. That's somebody. Somebody. <laughs>
1: somebody had a good point. Like, think about that. That's how bad you are as the Bears. You're the team that Travis Kelsey like makes sure he invites his new girlfriend to the game <laughs> because he knows there's no way you're gonna lose. Yeah. You know. It's like when you're playing that worst team in your district in it's high like, school. It's like homecoming you, night. You schedule them for homecoming. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how bad the Bears are.
0: Up next, we got the the Cowboys and the Cardinals. Oof. Oh, the Cardinals! Let's, let's
1: let's burn those tapes from last week. Oh my gosh! Our predictions for this game we look pretty bad.
0: Cowboys looked so bad defensively. I I just can't believe they lost the game.
1: Yeah, they were flat. I mean, obviously, looked like they were over- overlooking this game. They played that way. Um, and the Cardinals just came out and, yeah, handed it to them, being physical, running the football. And I'll, I'll, Cowboys offense, will cut them a little slack. I think they were missing a number, st- number of starters in the offensive line. But you still – I mean, you can't lose to the Cardinals. I mean, even the Giants got down 20 by 21 points to the Cardinals and still came back and won. So – not not a good look for the Cowboys. I think they will bounce back, but uh yeah, credit where credit is due. Way to go, Cardinals. Yeah. They're fighting.
0: I, I wrote the I'm worried about the Cowboys, but it's not because of this game. It's because their biggest problem last year was the cornerback outside of Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. So then you know, they, they traded now Diggs is out. They traded for Gilmore to get rid of that problem, but now it's gonna be the cornerback outs on the opposite side Inside of Gilmore. Of, yeah. yeah. Up next we got Steelers Raiders. Uh Steelers have to work on their run game. But if you're the Raiders, you can't throw trade turnovers and expect to win. just yeah, not talented enough to make up for that.
1: There are uh, there was not a lot of hope for the us Raider fans after this one. It's it's actually gotten so bad in the in the community that we're pushing for uh, Aiden O'Connell, the rookie from Purdue, to start this week. That's where we're at. That's that's our last hope because yeah, boy, did Jimmy look bad. Jimmy looked real bad against the Steelers and. Raiders defense didn't look a whole lot better. I mean, if you make the if you make the Steelers offense look competent, then you know you're not a very good defense. So yeah, this, this Raider team is bad. They're okay, they're not uh, good and um they're not gonna be favored to win many games, if any, here going forward. Okay. Unless they play Aiden O'Connell.
0: Up <laughs> um, next we got Eagles at Bucks. Bucks team is decent, but the Eagles are a much better team here. Uh they ran better, they passed better, they stopped the Bucks defensively. I mean, offensively, and the Eagles might have the rest, best run defensive football.
1: Uh, yeah, this that front seven is nasty. Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis. I mean, there was at one point late in the game, the Bucks were down on the goal line, and you know, had a had a first down, and they threw it on first down, and Trey Aikman was you know on the on the broadcast. Like, oh, you I mean, you like to think you could just run the ball here three times and get it in. And they ran it on second down. And the Eagles just blew it up. <laughs> I was like I don't think they can. I think I this, this, this the Eagles front is too good. Yeah, yeah the Eagles kind of quietly dominated yeah. this game. You know, it wasn't the, a big score. The score wasn't out of hand, but at one point in the fourth quarter, they had outgained the Buccaneers like 400 yards. To the Bucks had less than 100. You know, and, and the Bucks strung some drives together there late. But yeah, just just kind of a kind of a slow slow domination in that one um, to put the Bucks
0: away. Yeah, last up, we got Rams at Bengals. Joe Burrow, he needs to get healthy. Maybe it's not his injury. Maybe he's just not playing as good. Whatever it is. I think it's the injury. He's he got to be better. He, Chase, he was, I, I saw an ahead. interview today that said Chase told him he didn't want him to play. He said, yeah. I love the guy for having grit and going out there and playing, but I really didn't want him to play.
1: Yeah, he was he was very limited. Uh, you could tell. I mean, they did as much as they could in the offense to make sure that it was, you know, like one, two, three, ball out. But... Yeah, he was he did not want to get outside of the pocket when the first read wasn't there. He was he was panicked. He was ready to go down. So I'll I'll give him I'll give him credit for playing and I'll give the Bengals credit for pulling this game pull, out. Yeah, exactly. Pulling a win out when when your best player is not uh, is not at hundred percent. And, you know, the team really didn't play that well. It was it was kind of the Jamar Chase show. They 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 put together one nice touchdown drive, uh, that Joe Mixon scored on. And that was that was enough to do it in a game where their defense played really well too.
0: Yeah, the Bengals defense really really shut the Rams down this game. Mm-hmm. Aaron Donald is back and it's wild to see how much of a difference he makes. They yeah. they missed him so much
1: last. No, year. I mean overall, this it was, it was this game was about the defenses. The two defenses played played really well. Pretty pretty ugly game to watch.
0: Thank you for listening to 101.7 FM Ready for Hillsdale. This is Outside Source Football. We'll be back after this short break. Hello and welcome back to 101.7 FM Radio Free Hillsdale. This is Outside Source Football. We're here with our week 4 2023 NFL power rankings, our bottom 5. So at number 28, I have the Las Vegas Raiders. By far the What? Most, by far the most How could you? I'm sorry, Gabriel. They're by far the most talented team in the bottom 5 though. Max Crosby, DeVonte Adams, Josh Jacobs. Yeah. Just too many holes. And I'm not a big fan of Josh McDaniel. So that's my number 28 is the Raiders.
1: Yeah. Oddly enough, they're also my 28. I was trying to find somebody else. What? I was was trying to find somebody else to put in here, but I am an angry fan coming off of two losses. And I love this team, but uh, when you truly love somebody, you're honest with them, and this team sucks. And I hope they get better. (laughs) But as of right now, they are one of the worst five teams in the NFL. Yeah, I believe that.
0: At number 29, I have the Panthers. Uh, This team looks bad. Young has to play better. They have to run better. This defense isn't bottom five, but they're below average, and it's not good enough to get their offense out of the bottom five.
1: Yeah. I have the Jets at 29, and this is kind of a conditional pick. If they get any other quarterback, they can quickly jump out of the bottom five because their defense— is excellent and they have a lot of talent on offense. But Zach Wilson is so bad that he brings this entire team down and makes them almost one of almost the worst team in the NFL. So until they do something at quarterback,
0: they are at twenty nine for me. And number thirty, I have the Cardinals. What a big win by them. How dare you. It moves them out of the dock. How dare you. How dare you sit in that
1: chair and slander these Cardinals? He's
0: he's big on the Cardinals hype. Gannon's got these
1: boys fired up. I believe in Arizona. (laughs)
0: Cardinals Super Bowl. Arizona against the world, baby. (laughs) But takes them out of the bottom spot, but not the bottom five. They've already exceeded my season expectations, though. I would have never seen that coming.
1: Yeah. No talent. All heart. No talent. Wins. No talent. Beat the Cowboys. That was their Super Bowl. That was it. They go, they go, they're playing Dallas they at home. There's them a bunch boys. of, there's a bunch of Cowboys fans. I don't know what Gannon said, but he was like, he probably just in the locker room. Like, Hey guys, look at all their fans. They just got off the bus. Is that light of fire in your gut? Lights a fire in my gut. Let's go win this game. And then <laughs> everybody was like,
0: ah, and they did it. The, so the, good for them. The Cardinals Super Bowl was telling the Dallas fans that they're not winning a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bring them yeah. back down to Earth. We can all we can all,
1: you know, all the other fans in the NFL can get some joy from that. Watching Cowboy fans cry a little bit. It's true. Everybody likes that. Yeah. Um, I have the Panthers for the same reason you had the Panthers at twenty-nine. They're just not very good and they're 0-3. So you are what your record is. And my 31, 31st team, I have the Broncos. Really tempted to put them in the last place, especially after that historic defeat um, at the hands of the Dolphins. But I do think there's one team that's worse. But we will find out. We're gonna find out this Sunday who the worst team in the NFL is, and I'm excited to see it. That's true. Must, must see TV. But yeah, Denver. Denver's terrible. Their defense is terrible. Their offense is not very good. And Sean Payton. It's like he's. A, I think he's actively looking for a way to put this all on Russell Wilson, so it doesn't come back on him. But yeah, they're bad.
0: I also have at 31 the Broncos. Russell Wilson is bad, and their defense held them out of the bottom five for most year, but they just got 35 put up on them by the Commanders and 70 put up on them by the Dolphins. So bottom two it goes.
1: Yep. Next stop, pack 12. And at 32, I have your Chicago Bears. Duh Bears. Duh Bears. Yeah, what can you say about the Bears? The Bears stink. They got, I mean, the, the whole, that whole last week, I mean, their defensive coordinator has to resign under, like, shady circumstances. Nobody knows what's going on over there. They had, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars of equipment stolen from Soldier Field. Uh, what a mess. What a mess. You got Justin Fields blaming the coaching when he's got, like, 10 seconds to throw and he's just refusing to throw to open receivers. It's, um... It's bad. You feel bad for Chicago. They re- they needed this team. You know, Chicago needed this team to be good. They needed some hope right now, especially after losing their fearless leader, Lori Lightfoot. So I feel bad. There's not a lot of hope right now in Chicago.
0: At number 32, I also have the Bears. Uh, it's a good thing they have two first runners next year. Because so they can
1: screw those up too. Because they're going to need it. Can't wait for them to draft a couple busts.
0: Their only good player, only good position group is wide receiver and that's okay at best. It's not great, but it's not bad.
1: Yeah, who knows? Maybe they'll turn it around.
0: Up next, we have our week four, 2023 NFL predictions. Uh, for Thursday night football, I have the Lions beating the Packers. Uh, both of these teams pretty banged up, but here are three of the 10-ish guys who didn't practice on Tuesday. Left tackle ba- David Bakhtiari, cornerback Jair Alexander, and linebacker Devondar Campbell. Those are like, Probably their three best players.
1: Marquee players. Yeah. Big time players. Maybe Kenny
0: Clark is in there. Maybe you could say Aaron But even Aaron Jones has had a hamstring injury. He might not even play. Yeah. So Packers are maybe worse than the Lions. So I have the Lions winning this one.
1: Yeah, I I like the Lions as well. The Packers have won some games, and especially last week won a game that they probably shouldn't have had. Not quite a believer yet in Jordan Love. And I I think the Lions are going to be fired up to win this, win this divisional game.
0: Yeah, I think if there's any game that they're going to sell out for, I think it's going to be this one right here. Yeah. For our Sunday games, I have the Jags beating the Falcons. Uh, the Jags need a bounce-back week. Against the Falcons team, which just got dominated by Detroit, is the perfect time to do it. I still don't think this Falcons team is built to win, but they do a good job of not losing. But I think that the Jags will find a way to win this one.
1: Yeah, the Jags better find a way to win. I, I have them... I have them to win as well. This one's in Eng- in England, right, this game? Yeah, the Jags usually typically play well over there. It's kind of a home game for them. So
0: Up next, we got Rams-Colts.
1: I like the Rams in this one for sure. I think the Colts are really bad, especially after watching that game against the Ravens. The Rams aren't great, but they have more talent on offense. Matthew Stafford will be the best player on the field for most of this game, and, and I, I believe in him to get the uh, victory.
0: I also have the Rams, Uh good win by the Colts last week, but the Rams have played pretty well this year, and I think that the Colts secondary is really, really bad, and Lamar can't exploit that, but Stafford and McVay, they will. They, yeah. it'll, they will. It'll be obvious. Mm-hmm. Up next, I have the Ravens at the Browns. I actually have the Browns winning this game. Neither of these offenses look good, but I think the Browns defense will be able to get after Lamar, especially based on... The Ravens' scheme, I think that the Browns will kind of dominate them defensively, and I think that they'll be able to put up enough points that they'll win the game.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I can't I can't pick the Ravens until they show me something, and they haven't showed anything so far this season. At, at least the Browns, we know the defense has been solid, and the offense showed us a little bit of life last week. So, I, I, yeah, I can't go against the Browns at home in this one. I, I think that defense is going to get after it.
0: Up next, we got Vikings at Panthers. I
1: have the Vikings to hopefully get their first win. They're they're the better team, better players. Um, if if they lose this one, I think there may be a fire sale in Minnesota. But I, I think they're better than the Panthers and, and they'll get a win here.
0: Yeah, I, this Vikings team may be zero and three, but I also have them winning against the Panthers. They have a top ten offensive football, and this Panthers team is really bad. I've mm-hmm. actually got Bengals at Titans. I have the Bengals beating the Titans. This Bengals team is not playing well. Joe Burrow is not playing well, but they are still much better than this Titans team, and the Titans team isn't playing well either. So I just think that the only reason the Titans would win this one is if they're better coached or if Derrick Henry pulls a massive game out in the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah, I'm not confident in this pick, but I do think the Titans are going to win, um, especially if, if Joe Burrow isn't any more healthy than he was last week. The Titans' defense is still, I still think, is a good unit, and I think Mike Vrabel's a good coach, um, and I don't think he's going to let them fall to... One in three, I think it would be, if they lose this. So I, I think I think they'll find a way to beat the Bengals
0: at home. Up next, we got Bucks at Saints. Without Derek Carr, this is going to be a close game. Both now have talented defenses and decently talented offenses and are in desperate need of a quarterback. They're identical teams. <laughs> but I have the Saints winning this one, um, even without Derek Carr.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think even if it is Jameis Winston, which is must-see TV, Jameis against his old team, I think the Saints' defense is, is so much better. Or not so much better, but I think the Saints' defense is better. They'll they'll scheme this
0: one up and, and find a way to win at home. Especially with Kamara back now. That really helps. Yep. Up next, we got Dolphins at Bills. Super, super, super interesting games. I do have the Dolphins winning this one. They are just so efficient offensively. They're on fire. But no matter who wins, who loses, how much they win by, how much they lose by, this season, the story of this season changes this game
1: yeah for sure this I mean this is obviously the marquee matchup of the week Two, two of the top teams going at it I think the bills I think the bills are gonna win I just got a feeling it's you know it's in Buffalo bills mafia is gonna be out the bills are probably feeling a little bit oh like nobody's paying attention to us we've won back-to-back weeks now you know very convincingly you know against two bad teams but everybody's riding the Dolphins train. You know, the Dolphins barely beat the Chargers week one. I mean, their offense played great. Defense didn't look very good. And then, you know, they looked good, get a win against the Patriots, and they have this huge game against the Broncos. Now everybody wants to anoint them the best team in the NFL. I think that's, you know, probably got probably got the Bills uh, a little extra motivated to go out and win this game.
0: Yeah, and I think the one thing the Bills really do have is that Miami, if you've noticed, especially based on the way that their backup quarterbacks play, is that their play calls are ridiculously long. And you know how hard it is to get ridiculously long play calls in and a loud stadium in, in full Buffalo. of fans. Yeah. So I think that's one thing Bills do have for them. I think Miami gets at least two delay of games, false starts, or has to call like timeouts and stuff.
1: We'll see. It's going to come down to uh, whether or not Josh Allen makes some really boneheaded plays. If if he's the good Josh Allen, I think yeah, they'll def- they they can win this game easily. If uh if not, he throws some bad picks, then it's going to be tough for them to beat the Dolphins.
0: Up next we have Broncos and Bears. <laughs> This is the other matchup of the week, but for the opposite reason. Both of these teams not so great. Possibly the game for the number one overall pick, and I think Sean Payton is tired of losing, so I picked the Broncos in this one. There's too many distractions out there for the Bears. I think the Broncos will play this one super, super conservative and pull out a victory.
1: I agree. Um, I, you know, Justin Fields could have one of those days against a against a bad Denver defense, but you'd like to think Sean Payton will have. Uh... We'll have have you know show a little bit of fight this team and 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 can beat the Bears. So I'm going to go with
0: the Broncos as well. I also think that the Broncos won't pressure Fields, but I think they'll contain him well. You and, don't need to and Fields just will send
1: three or four guys and he'll just
0: sit back there for 20
1: seconds and then you know if he doesn't yeah. take off running. He'll take a sack.
0: Yeah, so. exactly. So I think that yeah. it won't matter. I think Fields will pressure yeah. himself. That's what. I, up next we got Commanders at Eagles. Eagles, same. Not, not, yeah. Next. Better team on every side of the ball. Yeah. Next. Uh, up next we got Steelers at Texans. I actually have the Texans upsetting the Steelers here. Uh, I don't know how much of an upset this is. Uh, Texans have been playing great ball. Damico you're Ryan's taking got that, my upset. Got that team, got that team. Heaven. This is th- how
1: this is how I stay ahead of you in the win loss. Come on, man. Can't it seems like taking my upsets. you're cheating.
0: You're picking like all the same games that I am, so I don't know. Oh. Because you're like three or four games ahead of me. But yeah, I like the Texans too.
1: They showed uh, they showed a lot on offense and on defense last week against the Jags and Steelers. Offense isn't very good, so I, I could see us very much regretting this pick. Yeah, next week, the Steelers, if the if Steelers, if, Steelers if, could if, win twenty seven to zero. If Mike Tomlin just you know has a plan for a rookie quarterback and make his life miserable, but as of right now, I'm uh, I'm riding with the Texans. I believe in them.
0: Up next, we got Raiders at Chargers. Uh, no Jimmy Garoppolo already on a struggling Raiders team. Give me this high-powered Chargers offense.
1: Yeah, this is uh, this was a tough one for me. If if Aiden O'Connell is starting at quarterback, give me the Raiders, hands down. If Aiden O'Connell is not playing quarterback, then I'm going to have to go with the Chargers.
0: First caveat on the team. Yeah. I'm going to have to write that. Put, put, put a little asterisk. Figure out a way to put that in the graphic.
1: Just make sure Aiden O'Connell's name is on the graphic. Learn the name. I will. Remember the name.
0: Remember the name. Next great Raiders quarterback.
1: Yeah, we haven't had one in I don't know, 20 who, years. Yeah. Rich Gannon won an MVP in 20 years ago, so.
0: Up next we got Cardinals at 49ers. Uh, please don't do me like the Cowboys. I have the Cardinal or I have the 49ers winning this one. If the Cardinals win this one, I'm going to be very upset.
1: That would be something, wouldn't it? The 49ers just don't do that. Though. No. You know like the, the Cowboys do that. Yeah. Cuz Mike Mike, Dak, Dax. Mike McCarthy is Mike McCarthy, Dak is Dak. They they have those games where they lose to teams they shouldn't. The 49ers typically don't do that. I don't think they'll do that. So, yeah, give me San Fran.
0: Up next, we got Patriots at Cowboys. I have the Cowboys winning this one, but this game has real upset potential as well. I think it's very close, but I don't think that I can bet against this Cowboys defense yet, especially up against this Pats offense, which hasn't shown us a lot. It's shown us a little bit, and maybe they've been playing conservative because they've been playing bad teams, but still.
1: Yeah, I I like the Cowboys to bounce back to, I think, Matt, yeah, Mac Jones is going to have a long day. I think I think that Cowboys defense is going to be fired up. They hear the people talking talking trash on them right now. Yeah, Max going to be frustrated. He's going to be uh, he's going to be looking for guys to get some dirty shots on because it's going to be a long day for him.
0: Up next, I got Chiefs at Jets. I have the Chiefs.
1: I have the Chiefs too.
0: <laughs> up next, I, I got Forty Nine or Seahawks at Giants. I have the Seahawks winning this one. The Giants team kind of seems to be slowly crumbling, and they're building back up a little bit. But I still don't think that they're at that point where. They can compete with a, a top-ten team like the Seahawks yet.
1: I can't explain this. I don't know why. This may just be me reaching to try to get ahead of you, Uh, but I think the Giants are going to win this.
0: Even without Barkley?
1: Even without Barkley. Wow. I don't, I don't think it matters. I think this is going to be one of those magic Danny Dimes nights in the Meadowlands. Are th- is this a night game? It's Monday Night Football. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be one of those nights where we, we remember why we gave Daniel Jones all that money. He's going to show us. I believe in it.
0: Up next, we got our fantasy football starts and sits. For my starts, I have quarterback Matthew Stafford versus the Colts. Colts' secondary is bad. Run defense is okay. I could see a lot of play action bootlegs for Stafford this week.
1: Give me Justin Fields. He's going to have one of those days. They probably won't win, but he's going to have one of those days against a horrible Denver defense, rushing touchdown and yards.
0: At running back, I have Alexander Madison versus Carolina. He finally had a lot of carries last week, and I think this is the only week all year where he'll be good and value in fantasy this week because I think that. Once Cam Akers comes in, he'll be done.
1: If he doesn't fumble the ball 20 times. Give me Alvin Kamara coming back. Jameis is probably going to start. I can see him checking down to Kamara a lot, getting a lot of catches.
0: Yeah, wide receiver getting Adam Thielen versus Minnesota. Uh, they could be losing this game, and especially if Dalton's at quarterback, Thielen will get a lot of targets. He had 15 last week. Great game.
1: Thielen's looking good, showing that old man strength. Give me Jacoby Myers against a bad Chargers secondary. Um, I will take this pick back if Brian Hoyer is playing. If Brian Hoyer is playing, don't touch any Raiders receiver. But if anybody else is playing quarterback, start Jacoby Myers.
0: At tight end, I have Darren Waller versus the Giants. We have yet to see that game from Waller, and I think this is more so than the matchup, which is decent. He's just due.
1: Give me Luke Musgrave, Packers tight end. Yeah, it's a deep cut, but uh, who
0: are they playing? The Lions.
1: Yeah, the Lions are horrible against tight ends, so give me Luke Musgrave.
0: That's true. Give me kicker Jason Myers. Miami is a big scoring team, and I don't think they'll have 10 PATs this week. I think they'll have a couple field goals.
1: Give me Chiefs kicker Harrison Butker against the Jets. Jets will force a few field goal attempts in a game that they lose by 20 or 30 points.
0: And defensively, give me Tampa Bay versus the Saints. Uh, Saints are playing with Jameis Winston, who is a big turnover guy. And I think that Mike Evans is just going to fight somebody.
1: Yeah, give me the Titans against the Bengals. Bengals gave up a ton of sacks last week to the Rams. Had a couple turnovers, too. I think this Titans defense could have a uh, a similar day against Joe Burrow and that Bengals offense.
0: For our sits of the week, starting with quarterback, I have CJ Stroud versus the Steelers. That Steelers defense will probably outplay the Texans offense. Stroud's looked good, and he's played good, but this is a nightmare matchup.
1: Yeah, not a great matchup. I'm going to pick up where I left off with my defensive start. I'm going to say sit- Joe Burrow. He's injured. He's not putting up big numbers. He can't move around, can't extend plays, and that Titans pass defense is pretty solid, so I don't like Joe Burrow this week.
0: At running back, let me sit James Conner versus San Francisco. He killed it the last couple weeks. Even against Dallas, he kind of killed it, but this 49ers team is not going to let that happen, and they're probably going to be down quite a bit.
1: I'm going to say sit the entire Ravens running back room against Cleveland. This Cleveland defense is nasty, so no... Gus Edwards, no, whoever else they're handing off the ball to in Baltimore. I don't like any of them.
0: For wide receiver, give me Mike Evans versus the New Orleans Saints. Uh, I think that there is a better chance of him fighting Marshawn Lattimore
1: than scoring a touchdown. (laughs) Nice. Uh, I'm going to say sit George Pickens against this Texans defense. This Texans defense has played better than people expected. D'Amico Ryans is good, and uh, they've been especially good um, against the pass. So... I don't like George Pickens in a stagnant Steelers O.
0: At tight end, give me Jake Ferguson versus New New England. Pat's linebackers are usually very smart, and Jake Ferguson has gotten all of his points on play action, tight end leak, and the Pat Patriots are not going to let that happen so easy.
1: This uh, my tight end sit is Kyle Pitts, and this isn't really about his matchup. It's just about give it up, Kyle Pitts, fantasy owners. He's not going to do anything. Not while he's on the Falcons. So just give it up. He's never going to score more than four or five points. All right. One
0: of, one of the greatest athletes I've ever seen. So he Falcon. is.
1: He's an, he's an incredible
0: player. Could be
1: an incredible player. We have no idea. Go find somebody else. Go stream another tight end. If Sam Laporte is out there, get him. But don't play Kyle Pitts. Don't do it again.
0: At kicker, I have Riley Patterson versus Green Bay. And I think you'll find my take very interesting. In Green Bay on Thursday Night Football, where it's outside, obviously. No kickers really like Lambeau. It's usually cold. It's outside. And I think that he has a better chance of throwing a touchdown than kicking a field goal. <laughs> I think that is something the Lions will sell out for. That That's that's what's going to happen. Interesting.
1: You want to hear my pick for kicker? Maybe the greatest kicker of all time. Justin Tucker. Sit him. Sit him. You're, if you're playing him, you're only playing him because of his name this week. Because the Cleveland defense is incredible. And they're outside in Cleveland. And you know the weather's going to be bad because the weather's always bad in Cleveland. So sit Justin Tucker. He's not going to win it for you this week. It's not his week.
0: You sound like you had a bad experience in Cleveland.
1: Who doesn't have a bad experience in Cleveland? I've never been. Shout out my Cleveland boys. I've never been, actually. Or I've driven through, I think, for a game.
0: But yeah. Defensively, sit Buffalo versus Miami. Uh, Great defense, but they won't sack too a lot. He gets the ball out pretty quick, and the Dolphins will get some points.
1: Yes, for similar reasons, sit the Jets' defense against the Chiefs. Um they have this Patrick Mahomes guy who's been uh who's been pretty good this year um and I think he's going to continue to play well in that uh, in that Kansas City offense. Look look for look for yeah, Patrick Mahomes to have a decent game.
0: Yeah, actually because the NFL is scripted and stuff, now that they have Taylor Swift, uh they're going to make the Chiefs the best team in the NFL. So, that's so rigged. It's, it's rigged, but that's they weren't just, even
1: that they weren't even very good before that's facts they lost to the lions remember that
0: well the, but the lions are the best team in the nfl where
1: was taylor swift when the lions were embarrassing them on opening night that's that would facts. that would have been better
0: that would have been much i would have loved to have seen that and just for some bonus content go pick up three guys kenneth gainwell he's rostered in only 57% of leagues roshan johnson is rostered in only 50 percent of leagues and quinton Johnston, rostered in only 45% of leagues especially Quentin Johnston, because I just lost Mike Williams. And the other two guys, I wouldn't start any of them this week, but I think that they could be really, really, really good in the future. Thank you for listening to 101.7 FM, Radio Free Hillsdale. This is Outside Source Football. Please go follow us at OSFB underscore pod on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. My name is Evan Mick. And I'm Gabriel Vondrek. Thank you, and have a great day.